All right. Welcome back to another week of I Have So Many Questions. My name is Peter Kraus. And I'm Jake Laskovar. Uh, it is the week of August 24th, 2023. It is hotter than Hades outside. Oh my God, it's so hot. <laughs> uh, which I will say, I will take this over cold any single day of the week. Yeah. Like, I would rather have yeah. this and just have to sit inside for a little bit extra time. Because at least you can go out at night. Like this evening, I'll go for a walk with Daisy. It'll be cool out and it'll be fine. It's 100%. Right, but negative winter, four. yeah, yeah, that's quite the opposite. Nah. <laughs> As the sun goes down, it's like lock, lock up, everybody. Just like lay me down to rest and don't wake me up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um, all right. So this week, I just want to jump right into it. Yeah, because, let's hear uh, it. I'm excited to hear about this. Yeah. I, I just, like I'm, it. I'm. It's. I am not super familiar, and it's honestly, it's something that I'm. I'm I'm always down to learn new information. I feel like this is a good build up to it because no one actually knows what we're about to talk about. Yeah, yeah. The world is our oyster right now. Yeah. <laughs> we have everybody oh, in the palm of our bomb. hands. Everybody's like, oh my god, that's that's an amazing topic. Uh, no. So before leading into this, there may be some disturbing material to lead up to the full conversation that if anybody is squeamish when it comes to bodily functions... I recommend mm. you don't listen. Uh, reason being, I want to ask you a very personal question that will okay. then turn into a question. That God, I, I really about. feel like we have everyone hooked right now. <laughs> uh, remember that we book? Got a, we got a warning. <laughs> oh, we're talking about poop. Yeah. All right. So very first question I have to you is, and this is for everybody to answer for yourself. Do you know what a healthy bowel movement should look like? Can I answer the question? Absolutely. I don't. That's why I wanted to know. Oh, interesting. It's funny you've mentioned this, though, because I feel like I've seen little, um, like, me- not like meme is a bad word, because it's like, what am yeah, I? Yeah, no, it's like, meme. Yeah, it's poop I, meme I get before, but yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like a little meme that's like, what, a, like, what, a, but I don't know, like. Well, so one of the best ways to tell where your health is is to look at your bowel movements. That will be a very fast indicator of where you're at health-wise. Uh, you can't necessarily pick out what's going on, but you can see that something's off. So if I have like a very hard, uncomfortable bowel movement, or I have lots of little pebbles for stools, that's a sign of dehydration. It's the sign of poor fiber uh, intake. It could be the sign of something else going on, like something actually like an issue going on in my GI tract. And I'd recommend you probably talk to a doctor about that. If you have the exact opposite of that, which is like explosive or watery or just extremely loose stools, it's like there's no heavy consistency to it. That's another sign of maybe you're eating probably too much fiber or maybe it's not enough. In my opinion, I think it'd be like dense fiber, things that can like create bulking within your stools. Um, it's a sign of like some people can take too much magnesium and causes the shits, right? <laughs> um, but it can also be a sign of like, there's something wrong in your GI tract. And GI tract is made up of, you know, from the start, it's your esophagus into your stomach, stomach into your um, small intestines, small intestines into your large intestines. And at each stage, something different happens. So in the very beginning, this is just going back to my like nutritional education, the little bit that I can still hold on to. Uh, and the stomach is where carbohydrates start to be broken down. 
there might be a little bit of digestion or like pre-breakdown of proteins, but then it's really in the small intestines that proteins are broken down. And then it's not until the large intestines that fats are starting to be uh, absorbed. And at any one of those steps, there could be things that are awry. I don't know, like your stomach acids are off, or maybe there's uh, blockage in your intestines or something like that. Um, all that to say, you should look at your stools and say, is this comfortable? Poop should never be painful. Uh, is this solid? It should never be explosive. Uh, is it strenuous to poo? Because poo should come out easy, consistently. <laughs> and uh, is it have or does it have like a normal light brownish color to it? And that's where a lot of people get grossed out. Um, and it also shouldn't be like overly stinky. It should just be the waste. It's the leftover of everything that you've eaten. There's nothing really that gross about it. We get so grossed out by it, but it's just bile and stomach acids maybe that have digested these foods and created the leftovers after our body's absorbed all of its ideal nutrients. My bowel movements were off. I could sense something was not right, right? Bad poops. Bad poops. <laughs> and because of that, I got curious. I was like, what's going on with me? Like, what, what's, what's happening? And in the past, my stomach is very um, sensitive to stress. So when I'm under stress, one of the first things I can notice is a change in my GI tract, um, as well as lower back pain, which also can sometimes be associated with bowel issues. Um, but I knew something's off. I knew I had the option to go to the doctor to talk to them and be like, hey, what do you think? But in the past, anytime I've ever gone to the doctor for an issue, it's immediately like, well, let's try this medication, see if that'll help. Like literally every single time. I can't think of a single time where it didn't happen. And I just don't like to take medications as much as I can avoid them. I tried to take more naturopathic routes. And so I did some research on my own and thought, I'm going to try fasting first. Maybe there is a bacterial growth going on of some sort. Maybe there's a an acid that is like just off right now or a enzyme that's off right now. Maybe I can correct it by basically just clearing out my GI tract. So I looked into um, fasting and decided that was the route that I was going to go. Um, fasting is the complete removal of all fluids other than water and food altogether and doing it for an extended period of time. So my fast was for, it ended up being like somewhere between like 40 and 43 hours. I can't remember the exact amount. I started at like 4 PM on Thursday and I called it quits because I had to eat for a golf outing on Saturday at like 11. Um, but during that time I drank a ton of water. I filled all of my water with uh, trace minerals and electrolytes. So magnesium, potassium, and sodium. And I made sure that was in all of my water. And then I also did lemon because lemon is very great for cleansing the colon. Mm, yeah. um, but it's also a base. A lot of people think it's a very acid uh, fruit, but in our body, it actually works as a base to help level out the stomach acidity. Um, I don't want to get too much further than that because I'm not a professional and I don't know all about like pH levels and how to regulate them yet. I'm learning. Um, I don't know how to you know, describe stomach acids and what increases it and decreases it and all that stuff. There are certain foods that aggravate it more than others, especially in some people. Um, but for me, I just knew that lemon water seemed safe. I knew it mm -hmm. seemed effective. So I did that and sure as shit, like that sounded ridiculous. Sure as shit. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what we should call the episode. 
<laughs> sure shit i like it um I'll, I'll describe each step along the way but by the end of it i could sense like my my gi tract had been cleansed like i was no longer having a bowel movement right at that yeah. point it was just yeah. clean um so along the way i think some of the coolest things happened the very first night i'm like this is easy you know i ate at four o'clock i'll just go to sleep mm -hmm. went to sleep next day i woke up and i'd had a conversation with someone the day before it was like i think i'm gonna try uh, a fast at some point and there was no like direct intention to just do it now do it today but just woke up and be like today's the day i'm just gonna do it i'm just gonna do it today and this was now friday that really the decision was made even though i hadn't eaten since the afternoon on thursday so i woke up and started with my normal everyday lemon water and electrolytes slash uh, trace minerals and uh i think it was like 10 or 11 that i started to feel a little hungry which i always do during the day and a lot of mm -hmm. times i don't eat until then anyways because i'm just right up and yeah. into it and uh instead of doing that i pushed through to like one or two and was just very tired at that point so i was just fatigued um could tell i had a little bit of rumbling in the stomach for you know hunger and decided i would just take a nap so i took like a 30 minute nap i had a little bit of time in the middle of the day and when i woke up i was already feeling better like that fatigue was gone um, i was not drinking any caffeine so that's another thing too no caffeine no stimulants during this time. I forgot about that because stimulants can aggravate um, or at least change the natural process of your GI tract. Um, so I got to our, at that point, it was probably like 24 hours into it, I would say. And I could feel myself getting really shaky and really like lightheaded. Um, still felt like I had my normal strength or energies, but was just feeling like, you know, the low blood sugar feeling, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah. That just like, you're feeling lightheaded. You're like, something's just a little off. I feel something's a little loopy. Off. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, my hands were shaky yeah, and yeah, yeah. I had to go drive to the East side of town to pick up my family, to take them to this, um, what's called drive-in movie. And so as I'm sitting there, I'm like, I don't you know. If fasted this during the drive-in movie. Oh, just wait. Yeah, it gets hard. It gets real hard. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. I'm like, as I'm about to drive, I'm just saying to myself, like, is this honestly safe? Like, is it yeah. safe right now? I feel lightheaded and kind of loopy to drive to the far east side. I'm like, Peter, you haven't eaten for 24 hours. Yeah. That's not that serious. Like, stop overthinking it. Stop buying into the results of this current yeah. feeling and control yourself. And that's all it took. Like I had my first conversation with myself really throughout this process of like control what you can control. Stop yeah. allowing the emotion of it to take over. And as soon as I did that, I almost started to feel this energy shift where I think what it was is like <laughs> I was so low blood sugar that my body was starting to kick out of the need and like the yeah. use of blood sugars for energy. And it's like, maybe this is where we start to use another energy source, which this is no science behind this thought, but I'm thinking maybe this is where ketones start to come in. Like maybe I'm starting to go into a ketogenic state or maybe I'm kicking into glycogen even at this point because I'm no longer using glucose. Yeah, what were you, you going to say there? No, so I'm like, God, do I want to say it? Or my mother would kill me. But <laughs> sometimes when my blood sugar goes lower, yeah. it's not that I wait to treat, but like if I'm on a walk per se, 
there's definitely a certain aspect I think to that same you know I'm not saying you can outthink a low blood sugar by any huh? means but I'm just I, I do think there is a certain amount of mindset that does go into it yeah and, I agree you know there's definitely like I said I've never been able to outthink a low blood sugar but you, yeah. there's I, I I fully believe in the power of you know, being able to be in tune with yourself enough to know, you know, what's, what's really going on and yeah. being able to take some of the emotion out of it. It's really interesting. You say that yeah. because sometimes I think to myself, I'm like, am I crazy? Like, but it's, you know, cause it's, I mean, I'm a type of diabetic. I've been that since three, like I know when I need to get a juice box, yeah. but it's, you know, I think there are times when I'm, you know, when the, you know, it, it'll be starting to kind of drop and I, you know, maybe won't treat or I'll let it go for a second. And it'll kind of correct itself. And that's not to say, you know, that's an every time occurrence. Right. But right. I think there is something to be said about exactly what you just said. <laughs> I think there's got to be a point where you really know when something's wrong. And there's another point where you question yourself. And I'm questioning myself, like, is there actually something wrong here? Or am I just giving in to the desires? Yeah. yeah, yeah and that's yeah. my body saying, like, give me sugar, give me sugar, give me sugar. I'm going to make you feel like shit because I need sugar. When in reality, I don't need sugar. I've just so well trained myself at this point to need sugar or to use yeah. sugar as energy that when I don't have it, my body's, again, we've talked about this so many times, like so resilient totally. to like finding an equilibrium that it it does not like being out of yeah. an equilibrium, right? I don't know how else to say that. Uh, it's just like when you're in the cold plunge, does it get warmer every time you go in there? No, you just get mentally stronger and yeah. you can take your mind to other places. It's yeah. not less cold every time. It's still cold. You're right, just every time right. it's like, I've done this. This yeah. is this is I can control this. I can control that. my yeah. mindset. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. Well, so I um got to their house to pick them up for the movie, took them to the movie, and instantly there's two food trucks there. They're giving out popcorn, 100%. they're giving out bags of candy. And it's a cute, fun night. Like we're about to watch the Mario movie, which I'd never seen. We're in the back of my car. It's like doors open. It's the perfect night, like, like perfect temperature, great movie with my family. It's the ideal time to give into my comfort foods, which would be like, let me have some candy and popcorn. They got a high food uh, truck. And I'm like, that sounds amazing. So I'm like, you know what? I've made it this far. I'm already feeling pretty interesting at this point. Like I can feel the energy sources are just shifting in my body. I'm going to just wait it out. Well, next thing you know, they all go get this food and they're eating it right next to me. And it smells amazing. <laughs> Cotton candy smells amazing. It's made fresh right then and there. And I gave in. I'm like, F it. I'm just going to go get some Thai food. I'm going to do it. Like, I can't do this anymore because I had this conversation in my head. Like, Peter, it's one life. Like, are you really going to stop yourself from eating just because you want to try this fast? Like, what's the big deal? Just go eat if you want to eat. And so I went back and forth during the movie with that conversation and finally just said, you know, screw it. I'm going to do it. I'm just going to go eat. It's not a big deal. I'll go a longer fast at a later date. I went over to the food truck, walked up and like, sorry, we're closed. I'm like, damn it. You sons of bitches. That <laughs> like was instantly bummed right out. Right. So I went to the other food truck and I like, I'm waiting in line for a little bit. And I asked, her, like, are you waiting? She's like, no, nah, I haven't even helped yet. I'm like, screw it, dude. Like, this is going to take so long to get food. It's not even food I want. I'm just going to go back and sit down. And yeah, it was the universe. I think it's just like, wow, that's Peter really do cool. this. Yeah. yeah. Like maybe it wasn't, maybe it was, I don't know, but 
I'm so glad I didn't eat that food because after the movie, first of all, the movie is great. Being with family is awesome. Um, when we went ways, like separate ways, I got back on the road and started to drive home. And all of a sudden it was like, it was almost like I was in a state of not euphoria, but like just, I felt so at peace and calm. Like everything around me had just slowed down. Like the road was just smooth. The music was perfect. Um, I got home and had some lemon water and it was amazing in flavor. Like the flavors were so uh, bright and it was just really interesting. Like everything just felt super peaceful, which when I think of happiness, I just think of peace. There's no pain. There's no stress. There's no anxiety. Um, you just feel peace, I guess. Yeah. Right. And that's probably the first time I can ever think of really feeling like just truly calm and peaceful in the last several years. Um, nothing in life had changed. Like all the stressors of life were all still there. It just felt good. So I had thought like, okay, when I get home, I will maybe eat. Um, you know, I've made it this far. And I got home and was like, nah, what's the point? Like, I, I know I wake up early on Saturday mornings and get ready to go to work, go to work and usually eat right after that. I'll just wait to that point. Like, yeah. we'll just get there. And uh, that's exactly what I did. I, I went to bed. I had one of the best nights of sleep I had in a long time. Like, slept like a rock straight through the whole night, which is sometimes a struggle for me. Just like fall asleep late or wake up a couple of times to right bathroom, think about something, whatever. I don't know. Or, uh, yeah, just wake up feeling tired. And that day I did not wake up feeling tired. Um, did not wake up feeling hungry. Just woke up and felt good. Got ready for work, went to work. And once class is over, I cleaned. And next thing I know, it's like 11, 11, 30, something like that. I should probably finally eat. Yeah. And uh, so I had prepped a meal that morning. Um, but that was another thing. Like, I never felt hungry while making the meal. Just did it. And I made uh, sweet potatoes, sauteed kale, and eggs things that I knew were going to be as nutritious as possible to be the first things put back in my body. Mm -hmm. um, fibrous, but not like, I'm not going to go eat a full kale salad. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to use this like a toothbrush on my intestines, if you will, to start yeah. the yeah. eating back up. And uh, it felt great. Like just, yeah, just started eating again after that, like normal. And uh also decided that I would take probiotics. So I started taking these probiotics um, at the same time. And no joke, like everything is better than it was before. Like, perfect. Could not ask for a better uh, situation, if you will, right yeah, now. Yeah. With everything that's going on inside. So it's just so interesting that all it took was two days off of food. And uh, yeah, some probiotics. And so here we are. Here we are. That's, I mean, that's a nice little reset. I mean, that it, I can imagine, I can imagine how it would feel to like give your body just like that, that reset. Right. You know what I mean? Well, all right. So I did some research on this and like how much energy does our GI tract actually take to digest all the food that mm -hmm. we eat? And apparently 10% of our daily caloric need is just to support the GI tract in its digestive, uh, process if you will okay. so if i eat 
2000 calories a day is considered the American average diet. That's 200 calories right there just spent to digest the food that we're eating. Yeah. So imagine you can devote that 200 calories or that 10% of your body's energy. Cause that's, that's a lot like 10% yeah. of anything is a lot. Yeah. Uh, it seems like a small amount, but when you really think about it, it's like, what else takes up the rest of the energy? Well, I'm doing a lot. I'm like, I'm walking, I'm talking, I'm yeah. uh, thinking, I'm lifting things. I'm my heart's beating. I'm breathing constantly. Like all that is a constant process throughout the day. And yet the GI tract alone takes 10% just to digest the food. Yeah. If I can devote that energy to other things, what kind of work could it do? That's yeah, some excess totally. energy to go be put somewhere else where now it's like, this is where a lot of the research really came in. Um, I can start to fight infection. Like some of the mm. apparent causes of disease are the fact that we're just constantly like digesting. We constantly digesting. have in our GI tract. That's for lack of a better term, like festering in there yeah. and causing inflammation and maybe bacteria. And then our body's working so hard to get rid of that, that it's missing out on other things. Yeah, um, or it's creating very sense. like acidic or like uh, poor pH states within our, our GI tract. Huh. I mean, you forget how truly interconnected your body is until you start to pick it apart because mm -hmm. that's very interesting that 10% of your daily caloric intake is just for the GI tract because that is yeah. a lot. It is a lot. And I mean, like, all, all hormones that our body creates are created in our gut. Mm -hmm. uh, like I, I don't know all the details to it, but the, if that's the case and my gut is off, then all the hormones associated with a healthy gut are going to be off. Yeah. Like if my bowel is always in distress, how can I create, uh, I don't know, adrenaline or, um, I don't know what else, like norepinephrine, I think it is, right? Like all these mm. things are good for moods. Um, how can I create that if my my gut is off? Yeah. So I just, yeah, like I'm going to reset it. And it's been great ever since. I was going to say, how do you feel post? So like what's, you know, or is there anything that you, besides the probiotic, is there anything that you want to like implement, you know, any new well, additions of implementing things into like your daily routine or have yeah. you made any permanent changes? I'm going to start taking probiotic consistently. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I've always had questions about them just because I think myself like work, do we actually get probiotics in the natural world? Yeah. Um, but maybe because food naturally comes from sources that could be fermenting already. Like we're not getting that fermented food anymore because food that we get nowadays is technically so fresh. Like yeah. when you get a piece of fruit, you're getting it picked at its absolute most prime and then yeah. shipped to you and eaten almost immediately. Um, or it's stored in a way where it doesn't start to fall apart. And so you're never getting the fermentation process. Whereas yeah, yeah. You know, when you go apple picking, how many apples are on the ground? Yeah. Well, I guarantee the average animal did not say like, oh, this apple's on the ground. I'm not going to eat it. But that fermenting apple may have some sort of digestive ability to it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Same thing with like meats, fish, things like that. Um, plants that we eat off the ground, um, seaweed, algae, whatever it is that we eat out of the ocean. These things that have a natural um, like bacteria to them. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And bacteria is not a bad thing. Like I think so often people think bacteria is bad, but there's you know good bacteria. Good bacteria, yeah, right? Um, and we develop immunities to certain bacteria too. 
And I think a gut that is devoid of bacteria is not necessarily a healthy gut. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know, maybe I'll start taking some uh, prebiotics or probiotics again. And uh, it seems to be working. Yeah. So I think I'm going to do this on a regular basis. But when I mean that, I don't mean like consistently, like short term. I mean, like maybe once a month. Yeah. I'll do like the first Friday of every month is no food from Thursday until Saturday morning. Yeah. Because it really did feel that great. Yeah. Um, and I know people go longer. I know that there's like a 72 hour fast and wow. um, 48, like 48 hours even. But this felt good enough. And I did feel like it was hard to get the energy back. Like I had to really start to consume a lot of food again on Saturday afternoon and Sunday to feel like I was gaining to energy back. Yeah. yeah. Um, which tells me it like it took a lot out of me. Yeah. And so yeah. I'll have to plan ahead in the future. Like I can't just be like, okay, Saturday, now I'm gonna go eat like now I'm gonna go eat, available yeah. and just yeah. ruin the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, but I had to imagine of- the reintroduction is you know almost as important as the fast. Oh, I would think so. Yeah. yeah. Imagine you just had like a loaf of bread right afterwards yeah. Yeah. or a bunch of like refined carbohydrates or sugars right afterwards. You would yeah. instantly spike your blood sugars again. And then you're just in for a roller coaster ride after that. Right. Um, I've been getting these weird, like nervy feelings in my fingers. And every time I have sugar in my diet, I get it. So I'm starting to realize like I'm just very, very sensitive to sugar. To sugar. Yeah. Because I never felt it during that time. And yeah. I did another test yesterday where I just took sugar out sorry, two days ago, took sugar out completely from my diet. And I'm talking like everything because uh, I even put sugar in my coffee. I'm like, I'm just going to take that out and nothing all day. And so yesterday I put sugar back in, instantly got the feelings again. Like, Jesus, like, am I becoming that sensitive because my health or like my diet is getting that um, clean or is like something else going on? I don't know. Yeah. Worth looking into. Yeah. I mean, I could, I could see that would be, that's an interesting question because I could see it being that, you know, as you've worked to change the way that you eat, you know, your body really gets used to that. And so it might, you know, it's very well possible that you could become more, yeah, like aware of what each one of those foods does to your body. I would think so. Yeah. I think we're all meant to be our own doctors, right? So listening to your body. And once you listen to your body and you hear what it has to say through, I have pain in this area. I have fatigue. I have um, irritability. Like, let's just start like, what does a baseline of health sound like? Like, if you were to think of yourself, like when you feel your best, how does your body and mind feel? 